What's up, y'all? This is Four Color Demon 843 coming at you from the depths of the ant hill. Welcome to the ant farm. Uh, this week, we have an ant who is so badass, they come with their own theme song. Want to welcome, welcome? Mm-hmm. Want to welcome TESD Groupie to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for coming on. Hello, thanks for having me. <laughs> it's no problem. I'm glad that you agreed to come on. Mm-hmm. So, before we get into the questions and all the other stuff, where mm-hmm. did you get where did you get that theme music? Oh, um, I got it one year as a Christmas present from the Amazing Jay Sarge. Oh, awesome. because I always suggest. Uh, well, I want just if you're listening part two, and I always said, oh, maybe you should do an intro uh, like Spanish music. And uh, one year he did, and he sent it to me for Christmas. That's awesome. That's what we should do. We should all employ Jay Sarge every episode. Mm-hmm. Every new yeah. person that comes on, you need to come on and have your own theme music. That'd be freaking awesome. <laughs> That'd be great. It's up to him, but... Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he, he's a businessman. He, he, he does, does things yeah. for people, so... <clears throat> um, well, dang. I forgot my list. Where's my list of stuff? Okay. So, you are... T-E-S-T Groupie on Twitter. Are you the same thing everywhere? Or is it vary from place to place? Yes, no, it's at TSD Groupie. I have, uh, there's Instagram. There was a YouTube channel that it's been not very much used, but there's a, you mall, have a, YouTube a little channel? mall rats. Yeah, there's a little <laughs> mall rats in a video with mall rats in Spanish for people to hear, tell them Steve Dave in Spanish. Uh, but it's been quite a while since I upload anything, but people can check it out. And I think that's all I have. So. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What is tell him Steve Dave in Spanish? This Steve Dave. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so bef- before I get into all the real questions and stuff, how are y'all doing out there in Spain with everything going on? Uh, well, we're now hitting the second wave with all the back to school and. And the vacation over, and some people going back to work. So things are still pretty hard, but, uh, well, we're making it through, I guess. <laughs> I'm trying to try to get through everything. Okay, well, that's good. So I realize that I've probably asked you that before, but... But we're the highest uh, European country in number of cases, so, yeah. Oh wow! It's been it's been pretty rough. I thought Italy was was up there on top. Was that a while back? Uh, yes. Now the second wave has have hit us harder than Italy. Oof. And also we're doing more tests, so that's why we now have. Oh, that's right. You said they're testing everybody now. Yes, there's a lot of asymptomatic people. So. Man, I wish they would test everybody for here. That'd be freaking great. Man. Okay. So, what's your four-color number? Do you have one? You, I'm sure you do. Yes. It's 842. 842? Oh, awesome. I didn't realize you were right before me. It, it makes sense because you were the one who told me, hey, you need to sign up for this. Okay, <clears throat> so then it's a good moment to say that because I sent the email, so you would have the number. <laughs> Yeah, I think I've actually said that before on the podcast yeah. that you were the one who did it because I was at work or something like that. Because it was at 5 p.m., so probably you were sleeping. How long ago was that? So we stated that you're Spanish. Where are you from exactly? I feel awkward asking these questions because I know all these things, but, you know, this, I guess, is technically supposed to be an interview, so. I was born in a city called Leon. Leon. Which, which is a small city in the northwest of Spain, 
northwest of Madrid, which is the capital. But uh, due to work, I am living now in Barcelona. Okay, cool. I know pretty much nothing about Barcelona except for the fact that the I was really into basketball when the dream mm-hmm. team came to Barcelona in the 90s, uh, 2, 91, 90. 92. 2, I was right the first time, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, normally I ask this question, but the listener, uh, Batcat37, listened. She says, hey, how... How did you first hear about TESD, and when did you get hooked? Okay, so I actually come from Smodcast. Um, I got an iPod to well to listen to music uh, as a larger MPC player, and someone at work said that um, there were these things called podcasts. So I looked for podcasts and all the ones in Spanish seem a little boring because most of them are taken from the news, from from the radio. So I was looking for something else and someone, I was looking names and random stuff. And one of the things I looked for was Kevin Smith and uh. there was Smodcast. So I started listening I would say around the 80-something, episode 80-something. So I listened to it, then I went back and listened to the guests like Walt, Bry, and Malcolm. And afterwards, that's when they launched uh, Smodko, and they had... um, the Mo and Glow show, and they had uh, Jay. Uh, I don't remember the first show he did, but Jay had something before Good Jobs, I think. And I listened and tell him Steve Day, and I listened to him all. And uh, I think the one I connected with more was Tell him Steve Day. So I just started listening as a podcast along with Smodcast, and I think a bit later. A, we had um, Hollywood Babylon, but I think the one that I liked most and I connected was that one. When exactly? I don't know. I think like everyone, we all got a little hooked with uh, making hay. Oh, yeah. But there were also things going on uh, in my life that I think made me also um, listen to podcasts more have more time and and need something to I don't know to be entertained with and I think that was the best thing because you could always take it with you I I don't drive I go to work in public transportation and that means that it's easy to listen to I can't at work but the rest of the time I can so I think it's also good company Uh, and I think that's until now yeah, that was that was probably why I kind of gravitated towards that one the most because the first episodes you could you could tell that Bry was in a bad spot and I kind of felt mm-hmm. felt pretty close to where he was at. So not quite as bad. I think I've said that before, but I've that's what helped me at least. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have? I guess maybe you already answered this. Do you have a favorite episode? The 114, 114. What happens on 114? It's within the DC is the one where uh, they're having the pack nuts and uh, Bright turns on Walt and he's going to start follow the LA team and wants to start a podcast with LA and Walt thinks that um, that Bright jinx them, jinx the devils. Oh, yeah, he got mad. <laughs> yeah, and it's the one where they end with the if you have all these books, book set of, of tools, and you only have one thing to do, you jab them into Mike and Mink's neck, and they finish laughing. And I think that's maybe my favorite. Poor Mike and Ming. Yeah, but I don't know. I think it's uh, I don't know. I like I like the end. I think the way they laugh and at the end, you know. Oh yeah, Walt's laugh 
is pretty infectious. Okay. Yeah, and I think it's the perfect ending. So, I mean, it may have been by chance, but I think that it's a pretty good episode. It's my favorite. That's awesome. Yeah, I have... God, I have... I mean, I've gone through the whole catalog twice, I'd say. But, uh, man, I could not... I couldn't tell you what numbers and titles and all that. I mean, y'all... The two of you, uh, I say the two of you, you and Smodfan, y'all just really... Mm. And a lot of numbers, second uh, positions. Then it's very, very hard to to choose favorite episodes because I think uh, there are a lot of great episodes. So the number two position, I think, would be filled by maybe (laughs) 10 or 15, so... Well, maybe maybe one day we can post a definitive list of a Oof. top tens. Well, that's something that we can do. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I'm curious because I, I want to go back through and listen again, but because of the fact that I I listen at work, so I get about ten hours a night, and I I don't have the time because it's a busy job. I can't pull out my phone and look to see what episodes. Mm-hmm. I want to know people's favorite. Give me a top ten. Email them to me or hit me up on Twitter at the Ant Farm po- or not the just Ant Farm Podcast uh, or T E S T Ant Farm Pod at Gmail. Hit me up and let me know everybody's top ten. Let me see see how many people will think the same thing. I- I'm just curious. I want to go back through and listen to people's favorites. Do you have a worst episode? Yeah, I don't think there's the worst one. I agree with Smartphone. The one where they had this, uh, the bad sound. I think it's 176. Uh, no, 176 is a short one. Now I don't remember. Um, Was that I the think one with that... Father Lance and the. No, there's the... one that, there's one that uh, Declan uh, helped fix. And that one really has very, very, a lot of static and it's really, really hard to listen to. So, yeah, there's, there's been one or two like that over the years, but yes. I, again, I couldn't pick it out. Not. So I think I think it's not that they are bad, because uh, actually that one has a couple of very good quotes, but I think it's that it's hard to to listen to them because it's it's not a, a pleasant listening, so that makes it a little hard. But it's not that the episodes themselves are bad. Right. Yeah, I've kind of said it before that it, it, that kind of stuff doesn't bug me, but uh, that's that kind of stuff doesn't bug me as much, even though it should, I guess, since I edit audio a lot. It's just uh, like chewing and swallowing and stuff like that. And there's a couple episodes where that was pretty prominent, and I'm just like, oh god, oh, oh, you heard me, stop it, oh, gross, oh. which is stupid. But, but yeah, I have no problem with that. I have more problems when they're overlapping <laughs> each other because I cannot uh, understand them. Right, right. So it's first for me that that is frustrating. It's not that it's I don't like it. It's just that I feel left out. But that's because for me it's hard. Uh, yeah, it's not just you. Whenever they talk over each other, it's hard to hard to understand. <clears throat> and let's face it, sometimes Queen is hard to understand. <laughs> you know, I've never had a hard time understanding it. Well, I don't know it, when you don't speak English, it can be a little hard sometimes. Maybe so. I mean, I've heard other people that are from here that say the same thing, but I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I kind of feel like that if you can understand the rednecks in the area that I live, then you can pretty much understand any person from any walk of life. I, I don't usually have problems with Kuhn. I have problems when he's overlapping with someone. That's when, mm. for me, it's harder because we are overlapping two different ways of talking. Again, I know this, but have you met any of the guys? Mm-hmm. Actually, today is nine years since I met them. Wow, it's been that, that long? Yes, was, today, was that nine the, years uh, ago. That wasn't the Gramercy, was it? That was was way before then. Nine years ago was Space Monkeys in Manchester. In Manchester. Oh, awesome. Man, I kick myself. I kick myself every time I hear that. Space Bucky's in Manchester, because the first time I went to the stash, they still had a couple of those signed Space Monkeys for Manchester posters. <clears throat> and I didn't want to walk around Red Bank with it, so Mark put it on top of something for me. 
and then I forgot all about it. And then when I called them up and said something about it, they were like, no, we, we don't have those anymore. I'm like, shit. <clears throat> I, I couldn't get one because I didn't have money. So because they only accepted cash. And I had not taken much cash because nowadays, well, even now nine years ago, you can do most uh, with a credit card. And uh, England does not have euros or you have to change coin and everything so you have to exchange yeah so it can be a little annoying to have a lot of money or something so i didn't have much money and uh, i had a little change and the guys in in the bar we did the the show the pub cafe manchester were really really nice because i talked over the i called them over the phone from spain to get the tickets and they managed to get me the t- they kept the ticket and helped me with the credit card charge and everything so i i got a beer and that meant oh. that i i only had i think two pounds or two pounds left that beer cost you the poster yes and the poster i think were four pounds so i never got it and In now i don't know I, I, I always felt bad about getting it because it was like it was never meant to be so i feel like cheating well, if anybody out there has an extra one of those, go on and let us know so we can we can hit, hook her up. I have something better than Coaster. I think what, that's why. What's that? I have the ticket. From, that's true. And that's something harder to guess. And actually, both uh, Brian and Q signed it. So. Ah, you have that framed, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I remember seeing that. Yeah. Um, have you met? any ants in the wild like not in meetings and gatherings but like mm-hmm. have you <laughs> I, I actually have i had a this is I'm, yeah i i never would have thought i was the last when everyone was saying i saw someone i was like this never happens here i will this will never happen to me i don't know i i thought maybe if i go to the uk to something i will see someone one of the days, right? Around one day, sort of in the wild, but uh, as part of maybe going to one of the shows or the con that uh, I went to. But interestingly enough, um, it was not in Spain actually. I was for work. I was in Lisbon, in Portugal, and I had had a work meeting. So actually, it was one of the few times when I, in ever even in work, I was not wearing a TSD shirt. I had a, I had to work. It was not really work, but it was more something work-related clothing. And I had left, and I was actually listening to TSD, and I was going downtown in Lisbon, going for a walk in a place called Praça de Comercio, which is a very big square with a lot of people. What was it called? And I walk in Praça de Comercio. Okay. And uh, with, and it's uh, like this big square uh, by the river and there's all these people walking crossing there's the trams and i see a guy going in front of the of the statue and it's like oh i can't believe it he's wearing a four color demon shirt oh wow how can this be and i was like well but i'm not wearing anything tsd but i was listening to a podcast and i was like i mean i would never do this with anyone but I was like, I at least have to say hi because this is like the craziest thing that I never thought would happen. So I went to him and I was like, I um, tapped him and he looked at me and I was like, hi, with my my earphones. And he looked at me like, who are you? And I, sh- I showed him the, 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 uh, the iPhone and he was like, oh, no way. <laughs> That's awesome. And actually, he was Polish, and he was uh, he was uh, on vacation in Lisbon. Wow. I think he lived in England, but uh, he was definitely not Portuguese either. So it was like <laughs> someone from Poland that lived in in England who was who vacationing was in Portugal, meeting yeah, Spanish. Yeah, sure. that's why he that was that's why he was so shocked because he didn't know anyone there. Yeah, so no that's why he looked at me and was like, what does she want? And it was like, oh, this is crazy. So, yeah, I actually have. Is he on Twitter? Do you know who he is? 
not on Twitter. I know he's on Facebook, but I don't remember his name. I don't know if it was Lukash or I don't know. It, it was, um, yeah, not a very common name. Oh, but well. we posted in the in the in the UK. He may not want to be blown up anyway. Like, hey, it's so and so's. Holler at him. And then he gets he like, like a yeah. What? Who? The f- Tell that ant farm idiot to stop talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not sure if he's on Twitter. Um, I think that actually had to do with a question Gabby asked something about. Uh, Gabby MMIT. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. I know you live in Spain. Have you ever found it difficult to, quote, explain, quote, your fandom to a non-Spanish speaking person? Have you ever been able to convert anyone to TESD? No. No, because actually I work with someone who likes Kevin Smith. He knows his work. And actually I took him a Tell him Steve Day um, sticker the first time I was in the in the secret stash. The issue is that he speaks very bad English. Well, he's he speaks okay. He has issue understanding native speakers. So uh, I don't think he'd be able... Well, which I tr- I try to put him some things sometimes, but he cannot understand it. Mm-hmm. And some people I know that speak English, uh, it's hard to understand, I think. But I, everybody, I think everybody knows I listen to podcasts. Everybody knows I've been uh, in Jersey. Everybody knows... The only thing is that also Spain is one of the countries in Europe with the less knowledge in English. So uh, uh, it's a little challenging. Well, you speak it pretty well. How did you learn such such good English? You came over here as an exchange student or something like that? Yes. Again, I say something like that. I know this. I'm just asking for the podcast. I know. <laughs> well, I feel awkward asking questions that I know the answers to. Yes, I actually went, I, I wanted to learn more English and uh, I asked my family and uh, we managed to find something to go for a summer and I was in New York State and in New Jersey actually. And after that I was an uh, exchange student uh, high school in Washington State. Wow, and Washington. you've been to more states than me and you live in Spain. Mm-hmm. And then I was a camp counselor in Wisconsin. Wow! So you're you're like a legit world traveler. Where where all what all countries have you been to? I've been to states to Canada because Washington State I live very close to the border. Right. So even with uh, high school field trips, we went to Canada to Vancouver sometimes. Sweet. I've been in the UK, in Ireland, in. Portugal, in France, Holland, um, Belgium, Luxembourg, Germany, Switzerland, Czech Republic, Hungary, Denmark, Sweden. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, how many languages do you speak? (laughs) I speak uh, Spanish, English. Uh, actually, in Catalonia, the first language is Catalan, so I speak Catalan. Okay, okay. Speak... And for ignorant folks like myself, Catalan is a variation, like a dialect of Spanish. It's a dialect of Latin. Of Latin. In okay. In Europe, in Europe. Oh, God, I'm gonna love this. No, you're you're into that. You're into history and stuff, and I'm stupid. So tell us a minute what's going on. This is a new. This is Latin is a new Minecraft. Uh, See, I was specifically not going to talk about Minecraft in this episode. You can't, See, you can't everyone, use this. anyone who's listening, see, I didn't do it. Um, so in in Europe, the Latin was a big language in the many years ago, and uh, there were the Germanic languages and Latin. So all the languages in the south of Europe come from Latin. Spanish, Portuguese, French, Italian, Romanian, they all come from Latin. And from the Germanic side, you have English and German and Swedish, all the Slavic countries, languages. So Catalan comes from Latin too, the same. Okay, so 
English, Spanish, Catalan, Catalan. Uh-huh. No, English comes, it's more Germanic. No, I was talking about the languages that you speak. Oh, that you speak. Oh, sorry. So, yes, it's Spanish, English, Catalan, French, and a little Portuguese. What is Tell Him Steve Dave in French? Uh, Steve Dave. Dichler. Dichler. Yeah, okay, yeah, they, they are, yeah, they, they are, yeah, they are. I cannot even say they are in French myself. I think it's that. That's because y'all lisp, huh? Y'all got that lisp. You can't say it. Sorry, that's an inside joke. Um, there was another podcast called Welcome to the Alamo, and uh, Alamo used to tease her because there's. Oh, the, yeah, the different Spanish, different dialects you do the th instead of the okay so i explained the back joke I, I didn't i like to try to explain the back jokes if they are okay um yeah because and, i have a, li- a lisp in spanish <laughs> apparently and i had never noticed it it was funny um audra tesd ant says what what's been your best takeaway from tesd the pod or the ants Mm, I think from the podcast is uh, the laughs, knowing that there's something there that you can go listen and just laugh. Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's uh, world mispronouncing something, and sometimes it's just laughing. I don't know, like the Wi-Fi moment. It's like just laughing because you need just to to laugh and. And this is stress, I guess. And then also it's been good to, you know, meet some people and and see that maybe we have more in common than we thought. Or, right. I don't know. Well, There's interesting matter. people out there. Yeah, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. Tell them Steve mm-hmm. Dave is pretty universal. And the things they talk about. I mean, I think... What sometimes they say about uh, age is easier to relate with some things because of cultural stuff that happen. Like, I don't know, like people around the world join around Star Wars, for example. It's more, I think it's more maybe an age thing and living through something together no matter where you are. So, yeah. All right. Sorry for that little. I don't know how that's going to edit, but my phone was dying and I had to switch to the the wireless earbuds and I couldn't fucking find them because, you know, cement heads don't know where they put shit. And it reminded me, which has nothing to do with Tell Him Steve, Dave, but it's in the adjacent, it's in the network, kind of. I was listening to uh, the Ralph Report and they mm-hmm. were, him and Ralph and Eddie Pence were playing uh a game. Guess the saint from the name. Saint so-and-so is the patron saint of this and that and this. And I had mm-hmm. no idea. Even as a Catholic growing up, I knew there was patron saints for lots of stuff. You know, Saint Christopher for the lost and for traveling and, you know, this and that and the other. Mm-hmm. But there's patron saints for gun runners and a patron saint of... And it's like, you're going to pray for the gun runners? That, that doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. I mean, what kind of crazy shit is that? But I brought that up because I know that you are really into like history and you, you really here. dig that kind of stuff. So, and oh. that's the tradition I've been brought up in. I mean, here every city has a male patron saint and a female patron saint. So we're celebrating, and usually you also, uh, one of those days, one of those, one of the saints, you have the day off. So like we're having. September 24th, we're having off work because it's the the patron, one of the patrons of Barcelona. So here that's a, a very big tradition. So everything related with that, uh, history, religion, is, uh, I mean, we were officially Catholic country until only 40 years ago. So that still has a very big weight. The heathens moved in on you? No, it's just that legal. I mean, when... Uh, I, before we had a, a dictatorship, 
and it was a Catholic dictatorship, a fascist dictatorship. And everything was mandatory, and uh, you even had to have a Catholic name. Had to? Jeez. Yes, it was mandatory. If your name didn't uh, have a saint or didn't follow certain Catholic guidelines, you could not have that name. So. That's why everybody's name is Maria and. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, saint, saint, saint's name, but for example, I have Maria to make my name Catholic. So, so uh, afterwards, when they went into democracy, then they, they decided to make legally and officially the country a confession, like you know, separate church and state. Right. And that's when, and also with the times, I guess that everything got a little more relaxed and and everything. But before, I mean, it was mandatory so there was no divorce there was no anything i don't know i mean i want to say that that's weird but just because it wasn't what we did doesn't necessarily make it weird maybe i'm the weird one i guess we're the newest country out of everybody Hmm. well being conservative or being more traditional maybe that was more everywhere 80 years ago but being a dictatorship is not a traditional thing, I guess. So. Yeah, I'm not going to get into... Because uh, I wanted to make a, a dictator joke, but uh, I'm going to really try to stay non-political on this podcast. It was on SNL, so... Yeah, well, I, I don't have TV. You know, so no, I, um, I don't know. No, in, in the original... Uh, cast of SNL where uh, Chevy Chase was doing the news okay. uh, when he was saying uh, Generalissimo Francisco Franco is still dead that bit that came from the dictator in Spain oh, okay, okay. because he got he got sick and what they did was they were trying to prolong his death and keep him artificially alive as long as possible because once he was gone Everybody that was living out of it would, you know, lose all those privileges. So they didn't want him to die. (laughs) So that's why the news were for maybe five, four, six months saying, you know, he's still in coma. He's still in there. He's still alive. He's not dead yet. And that's when when he died. There was this joke that they made in SNL saying, no, he's still dead. No, no, don't worry. He's still dead. (laughs) And that's why that came from. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right. Here was a different question. Uh, it was a screenshot, so I don't have the actual Twitter handle. It says, Jeffrey loves his dearest auntie. The term groupie indicates a heavy degree of fandom that you obviously have, but music groupies also sleep, also often sleep with the band members whenever possible. Do you have any good stories to tell us? Secret children, maybe? I don't know. I'm 5,000 miles away <laughs> with an ocean in between. Well, I mean, you met him nine years ago. You could have an eight-year-old sitting over there with you or something. I mean... <laughs> I could, yeah. No, I haven't had much... Uh, I mean, yeah, surrounded by... I mean, everybody was crazy to have... Uh, to be able to talk with the guys. I mean, I left uh, Manchester. I left at two in the morning because I had to. I had an early flight. I left at two in the morning, and the bar was packed with people that were just wanting to talk with them. So I mean, that, course, that would be yeah. pretty, pretty difficult. No, I don't really have. I think I'm too shy. To... Yeah, when you said that you met him and got pictures with him, I was surprised that you even did that because I know how, mm-hmm. how how shy you are. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I, um, the first time I went to the stash, I have no pictures. And when I went to the Count Basie show, I have no pictures at all with anyone. Because you were just too embarrassed to, yes. to ask. I actually went to the stash and I wanted to know if they had T-shirts. and Because that was about the time when the TSC T-shirts came out. And... Uh, yeah, the only thing living here is that sometimes shipping can be well, sometimes every time, shipping uh, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, 
and an ad cost that sometimes is a bit steep. Right, so right. I was going to go to the show and I was like, well, maybe I can ask there and maybe if they have them, I don't have to worry about paying the extra cost. So I was there and Walt was in the counter and I bypassed him. I went to ask Mike because I didn't want to talk to Walt because oh, wow. I was too scared. So, and the funny thing that it was because it was TSD, Michael Walt to ask him. <laughs> That's so awesome. I couldn't run away. So I actually got my my t- my T-shirt because at that time they had a uh, some in the stash. So I actually got my T-shirt there. So I did, actually wore it that night to the show, and uh, Walt sold it to me. So that's, that's awesome. not that's not maybe something juicy, but it's a a good story, I guess. I'll, I'll just tell you and everybody else that's listening if there's ever any type of event that we're all at, I'm going to drag you around and we're taking pictures with everybody. No, no way. I'll be the one. You don't have to ask a thing. I'll just grab you by the arm and pull you over. Hey, let's take some pictures. And you can hide your face. You can do whatever, but you'll be in those pictures. I actually have, uh, I don't know if it's a kind of story there, but in quite an anecdote because I actually had a picture taken afterwards with Walt. And my picture with him is in a bar. Oh, that's the one that was real dark and hard to see? Yes, yes, that's real. There's a version with Flash. And actually, Gidham took the pictures, both of them. One with Flash and one without him. But inside, that's why I also don't really like them that much. Because inside pictures in close space, when you put the Flash and everything, I mean, no matter, it's kind of hard to, to look uh, good. But that picture actually was in a bar before the uh, Bell House show. So, okay. how many live shows have they done over the years? Well, they did the they started with the one in Brantford, then they did the South by Southwest or something. When you know they did, uh, well, they did the the live and the improv show. They did. Um, uh, the Smod Castle, then they did the tour when they did like uh, Tempe, Arizona, and uh, Las Cruces, and Houston, and Dallas, and one in Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, I think, the one that got lost. I think after what that was the uh, Space Monkeys, that they did London, Manchester, and Leeds, then they did the Count Basie, and then they didn't do anything until the Bell House. Then they did that year, they did in May, the Bell House, and in July, Gramercy. And then it was supposed to be the tenth year anniversary. <sighs> if I recall, if I recall correctly, because this is all. I mean, I'll take your word for it. I mean, you're like the, you're the encyclopedia, man. I mean, you. I know you know you have a lot of stuff written down. With the, uh, the years, everything is adding, and now they're doing like why Bryce and. Uh, what say you and it's like oh god i cannot keep up with everything so yeah uh, i'm more just tsd everything's canon and everything's fun but it's just my head is not that good for everything <laughs> yeah okay you already answered the anecdote question um let me finish with some listener questions well this was a listener question from this was a question Nina Red asked on the first episode that I adopted. If you were stuck on an island with anyone from TESD Town, who would it be? Oof. Oof. That's hard. Um, mm, uh, I depends. I think if it was just past time, probably bright. Because I think... If it was just the past time? Yeah, I mean, what do you want to do? In I mean, if it was to survive, I don't know. I don't know if it's a good... Who has survivor skills. But if it's just trying to wait until uh, someone comes and, and we have coconuts with food and all we need is just someone to talk and tell you stories and make you laugh, probably, right? Do you agree that horse is the opposite of car? Oof. 
Um, you can say no. It's okay. No. <laughs> well, I think it. I think it's what smartphone said. It depends on your what you see the opposite of. Because for me, the opposite of car, since I don't have a car, uh, not having a car, so the opposite of having a car and going on a car, for me, is walking. So, I don't know, maybe some people would see that as the same, but for me, the opposite of a car is walking. Um, if you... Think of what reasoning, which is like the wheel stuff and all that. Maybe, but there's a lot of things that don't have wheels. So, or don't have horsepower. It could be a bicycle because, so I don't know. I think it depends on how you reason the opposite. But for me, it's, it's, it's not. It's no. <laughs> I should stop asking that because that's really just a me just poking fun at the game at this point because I, I, I suck at dyslexia no but I think but I think it's it's I mean it's interesting what people think of, of it you know that's true I think okay, everybody's reasoning is interesting all right uh, from Smodfan you seem to have a passion for finding new listeners ants on Twitter between retweets and follow Fridays even before quote ants were a thing, what mm-hmm. prompted what prompted you, and when did you first decide to be kind of the unofficial ant TESD ambassador for new listeners, or the ant ambassador for new listeners? Well, I don't think I ever decided that. I just, uh, I think it's uh, maybe the fact that not having anyone and. Even before Ammuts or anything, or people deciding to meet or virtually or in real life or anything, I think it was pretty clear that um, it was kind of hard to have um, to meet someone or find someone that I could connect in the sense of being from here. I know. Other European ants, I know the ants that maybe don't speak English, so that also can be something in common. Although many of these people have English as a real second language, or they're much more proficient. So I think it was that uh, when I started in Twitter, I was surprised that people decided to follow. So the follow Fridays were more. A way of thanking people that followed me and also thinking that well I guess they follow me because they like TSD because that's at the time 100% of what I did and maybe now 90% of what I talk about so I mean people must follow me because they like TSD otherwise I, I don't know so maybe it would be a good way to also for them to know other people because you don't, you don't follow everybody that you do the Follow Fridays, do you? Most, but I'm not sure I follow everyone. Okay. I cannot, I cannot say a hundred percent. But mo- most of them, yes. Because out but, of all the people, I mean, you've seen people come and go, and people that yeah. maybe you have more in common, or maybe people that. Are, reach out to you and then you reach back. I mean, mm, people that maybe like stuff but they don't feel like talking to you, and I respect that because I don't talk to many other people either. So I think it's just something that develops with time. Okay. Um, Catnip Magic mm-hmm. said something similar. Have you have always been a welcoming presence in every corner of the anthill. How do you remember everyone? She's asking for a cement head. Oh. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think it's mostly because um, the account uh, has been, I think it started almost eight years ago. No, over, a little over eight years ago in July. So I think it's uh, seeing people there and talking to people and 
week after week. And so I think that helps. I mean, if you talk to someone, even if you, it's just one neighbor that you just cross in the hallway, but you always say hi and you know their name. I mean, it's time you learn their name and, and you, so I think maybe that. Okay. Uh, and you might have answered this too with the favorite episode, but what TESD episodes have meant the most to you? Okay. So my favorite is 114, but then that meant a lot. I think the one that means the most is 83. What's 83? Uh, because that's the one I saw record. I was in the staff oh, and they recorded it. There. That's fucking yes. awesome, man. That's like that's like some bucket list shit for me right there. Yeah, I to either get the mention, the awesome mention on the podcast, or to see it, or to. I actually, oh. uh, it was a time when they were posting, and if you ask when they 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 were recording, so this was when I went to see the Cambasi show. So the Cambasi show was on a Saturday, and they recorded that. Either Monday or Tuesday, I'm not sure. I think they were saying Monday, maybe Tuesday then, and or they did it Monday. I believe Monday. And yeah, and Bryce said I yeah that we recorded Monday, and I went there and said hi, but I don't know. Uh, I felt really awkward, and I was just behind a rock, and Walt was looking at me really weird. Because you were hiding. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there was a moment. I think if you listen to the or maybe it's my paranoia that. I listen to the episode and I hear like background noises from the rocks moving and I think it's me <laughs> trying to to uh, make like I'm in the store doing something. <laughs> but yeah, I have a couple of pictures of them recording and I was there and I heard the whole episode before. And, yeah, and then another one that, that's meant uh, as well as a smart fun, I say it's uh, a podwars. Because I was also, yeah, I was also in the list with the names. But uh, I also did one of the polls for Walt. Oh, cool. So I I also did a poll for that, uh, the episode where Gideon gets married. Sweet. That was 300, right? Yes. And 200 was... The bicentennial right battle. Never mind. Okay. That was the bicentennial battle, but yeah, and what was I believe one fifty-seven, because that's when we had games in no matter what number episode. So it's kind of random. Right. Yes, but that was it. Was a bit. It was a bit weird because when he first asked for people to do the um, the polls, I wrote and he said, "Yeah, sure, ask these questions," and I was like. Well, he's asking uh, a lot of people, so I don't know, maybe with 20, 30, that would be fine. And then he said in the podcast that he wanted 100. And I was like in panic mode, like, oh, how am I going to get 100 people? And and I remember I was traveling and I was uh, I was for work uh, away from home. And this was before I even had data I even had a data phone, so I was with my iPod and working on Wi-Fi, and it was in a hotel where only there was Wi-Fi in the lobby. So I was trying to DM people and getting answers in the lobby and then going to the room, and it was really, really, but it was fun. So that was, that was also fun. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that's all the questions, all the listener questions and everything else. I guess this is as good a place as any. Maybe I can try to start making episodes an hour so mm-hmm. that don't take 17 hours to edit. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you would like to say to uh, address your adoring fans? I don't know. <laughs> she said, when, it put, when you put it that way, I have no idea. <laughs> no, not really. I don't know, just keep tweeting about TSD, I guess, because... When is uh, T-E-S Cinco de... What the fuck? T-E-S Cinco de T-E-S-D... Cinco de T-E-S de Mayo? Cinco de T-E-S de Mayo. 
it depends. I don't know if there's been, maybe it's been suspended by the pandemic this year. Uh, usually it's from somewhere mid-June to mid-July or something like that. So Has it always been that or did it change from year to year? No, there was one year when it was like mid-May, I believe, to mid-July. See, they're just messing with cement heads. Heads is all it is. They're just screwing up my head because I was like, wasn't it this time last year? Well, it's this time this year. Well, fuck, what time was it the year before last? Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's another Catholic thing. Like, everything that goes around Easter, you know, it's like Ash Wednesday is like eight weeks before Eastern Friday. And Mardi Gras is the day before that. And then afterwards, you have the second Easter, which is seven weeks after that. And every year, everything moves around and drives you crazy. So, Huh. Heavy on the crazy, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, and you don't uh, you don't have websites or anything like that. No, just right. um, if you're on Instagram, maybe yeah. I try to post uh, while training on. I think in Instagram, yeah, it's everything TSD. So yeah, lots of good, lots of good quotes on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, Instagram and Twitter at TESD Groupie. Exactly. Um, thanks a lot for coming on. Um, hopefully I can get this edited and it won't take five months to get it taken care of. I know I say this every episode, but I'm going to try to get more regular. Life has been just kicking me in my balls, just like everybody else. So, um, uh, If you want to hit us up, we're on at Ant Farm Podcast on Twitter. That's all that I'm. That's all we are right now is Twitter. I have too many accounts and stuff, so unless I can find somebody to, to manage Instagram, Facebook, stuff like that, we're probably just going to be on Twitter for a while. Uh, TESDAntFarm at gmail.com. If you uh, want to email me, give me criticism, uh, say you hate me, you like me, whatever, uh, hit me up on Twitter or the email if you want to hear somebody on or if you want to come on yourself. Again, it's just it's a list. It's a small list, but... I'm trying to do two a month, so, you know, just have patience and try, try not to hate hate on me. <laughs> uh, so, I will tack on that awesome theme song onto the end of this, just like I did the beginning of it, because I thought it was fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks once again from the depths of the anthill. This has been Four Color Demon 843 and TESD Groupie for episode... Jesus Lord, what episode is this? Number five? Five. Thanks. Cinco. And we'll see you around the anthill. Take care, everyone. <laughs>